Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) 
now, you know, there, there's a whole bunch of context around that. But you know, here we are at a Leo moon. A Leo shows up. They, that Leos in the highest vibration, they are so generous. I didn't, I knew they were bringing me something because somebody gave them something to give to me. But then they said on top of that, oh, I added something from me to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> so that's the highest vibrational aspect of Leo energy. The low vibration, if it's showing up around this time, it's showing up definitely as stubbornness. It's showing up definitely as childishness. It's showing up definitely as egomaniacs. It's showing up absolutely as pride, the pride, that same pride that comes before a fall. So much like I've encouraged my Growing Mama's Babies Nation, um, uh, my personal, uh, the people I work with personally, um, I'm going to encourage y'all similarly to simply endeavor to shine when, you know, <laughs> The sun's pretty big deal. The sun that governs Leo is a pretty big deal. It's a really big deal energetically, as a matter of fact. I've been really diving deep into studying energy centers, and the sun is it, y'all. <laughs> I'm talking about energy. Don't get stuck in the 3D when I say certain things. And so it, it really let me just having to make that statement, having to channel that message. I don't, I, I don't even think I've ever really just said that before like that. It, it gives you the, the significance and the weight that the, the current and tomorrow afternoon's exact full moon in Leo really is suggesting here. So Leo is fire. It's really passionate. You'll see in the spread for the week ahead, governing all 12 signs. I'm just doing a comprehensive spread for all 12 signs, and I'm making reference to the Capricorn New Moon season, that big spread that we're, that this Leo full moon is a part of. It's the halfway point. We're halfway through it. If, if, if you're looking at it like that, right? And so let's jump in. I want to definitely um, make reference to I, what I didn't do in last week's Wednesday word that we did on Thursday. <laughs> um, I didn't make reference to the Mercury retrograde, which actually starts at the end of this week, um, the 30th. So it's not included in the week ahead but I didn't include it in last week's week ahead where it should have been, so I'll touch on it. Um, it fits into everything else that's going on, so this will be easy today. We're gonna, when we do the 12 signs, I'm going to start out with Scorpio because in our week ahead, the major lunation is the Scorpio quarter moon, the third or final quarter moon, which is in Scorpio next week. Um, and so... I just felt like I was missing saying so. Oh, I don't. I didn't. That's what I don't want to. That's why <laughs> it's not gonna flow right until I do this, y'all. So before we go any further, I'd like to take time to honor, revere, remember our divine righteous ancestors, for without whom we would not be here. And um, additionally, brother Ampu of 
myastrologycoach.com and Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube, and the Imagination Guru Minister Do on um, the website of the same name as well as the YouTube channel of the same name. So yeah, it's time to get started. Shout out to Glow on Facebook, always supporting, always showing love. See you. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And with that, let's jump into it, y'all. If you'll notice in today's slideshow, if you click on the link and you're here on the web, you see the slideshow. You don't have to wait for something to show up in the slideshow. You've got arrows on the left and the right. You can just scroll through if you want to hurry up and see, get to the part I'm referring to, okay? Um, in today's slideshow, you're going to notice that we've got the spread from the um, Capricorn New Moon. <laughs> because you'll get to see with the three cards spread the, in the main spread that, that, that the, what would be that third column is like the future column, which the Leo full moon that is right now, exact tomorrow afternoon, that it would represent. We saw back then that what was coming up now was judgment. We saw back then that what, what would be coming up now is truth. We saw that with the literal truth card representing judgment in the traditional tarot. And we see, saw that with right above it, the king of swords. The, 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 we had the queen of swords, if y'all recall. We had the queen of swords reversed, the four of swords, and the king of swords. The king and the queen. Counterpart. Cold counterparts. Potentially quiet counterparts. Silent counterparts. Or potentially those, you know, it only takes, it doesn't take that many words. You know what they mean. They mean what they say. This, once again, the truth. So we knew that that type of energy we would be dealing with. At the bottom of the deck, we had the transformation card, the death card, the transformation card that shows emotions, certainly deep emotions <laughs> shifting as we step outside of our comfort zone. We had the, uh, uh, I believe that's the North Node Moonology card right up underneath that. So through it all, we came in with the nine of earth, nine of pentacles, material harvest, and the four of earth, firm foundation. That has been our pathway to the truth. If you are here with me at the Leo full moon and you are, I'm not quite sure what that noise is, but I'm going to keep going. Um, if, if you are here at the Leo full moon standing in your truth, Standing as a as a king of swords that that that, it, that represents justice and truth, more karma energy, just like this judgment card, the 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 major, the truth card that re, that represents judgment. Then you did you did it. You we managed to stay grounded amidst everything. Come on, we're at the end of January. It's been a, it's been. A, it's been good and wacky and zany and <laughs> changey and, you know, shocky, shocking things have transpired this, since the, the start of so-called 2021, wouldn't you say? 
So if we've made it this far in this King of Swords energy upright in the everyday tarot deck, the, the um, little snippet for it says, you are in your power, ruling from a place of authority. You use your analytic abilities and intellect to assess the situation at hand and make clear decisions based on what you know to be the truth. And it says if it's reversed, your expression of power and authority may be misdirected. Or that's a real, real diplomatic way of saying you may you may be out here lying being a whole liar you may be or or it it adds you may be indecisive and center yourself and connect with your inner power with your inner truth i pulled the judgment card um that the king of swords is is sitting right on top of that's representing this leo full moon um energy that we're stepping into right now or really been stepping into all we all the past two weeks um but when I, I made some little notes about it for me when I pulled it in my personal spread earlier in the week. So I thought I'd share it with, with, uh, with everyone, considering we pulled this two weeks ago at the Capricorn New Moon representing this time period. So when we pulled judgment representing this time period two weeks ago, this is some of the things that I jotted down when I pulled it recently that may be, that, that may be coming up, showing up for some of you now. I have I put um, a judgment arriving at a crossroads. You've been going along. <laughs> then you come to a crossroads and now it's like, oh, got <laughs> some options here. Where do I want to go? Where do these roads lead? Okay, which one do I want to which one do I want to choose? And so then additionally I've got it uh, judgment brings Clarity of self, of judgment, but also clarity of self judgment. You may be finding, especially with Leo energy. Leo Aries is the first house that governs the self, but Leo, the fifth house, governs definitely self expression. It absolutely um, governs the part of yourself um, that really is your soul. Come on, soul son. Leo. <laughs> and so um, it's really fiery and really passionate that way. When you think of the soul, you do think of more fire, right? And so um, it's definitely bringing clarity of self-judgment. Wherever the sun is, you can, you, you can see the light is shining. You can, if you can, the fo- you can focus on it because you can see clearly. So judgment is talking about bringing clarity of self-judgment. I, I jot it down, judge yourself and you won't be judged. You know, that's a scripture. And I, I just, just looking into the judgment energy, karma, you know, it, it says truth in this deck you, that you see in the slideshow, but it, it, it talks about karma and judgment. And uh, so if you judge it, it okay, yeah, the, the Capricorn, the new moon in Capricorn, Saturn rules Capricorn, um, the the parent, the disciplining parent. And much like I was saying last week or in the couple weeks uh, since the Capricorn New Moon season started, you know, if you parent yourself, then when the disciplining parent comes home, 
and they left these, you know, you were supposed to have washed the dishes, you were supposed to have um, put up and folded up the clothes in the dryer, you know. Um, and, and, and if they come home and you've done everything that was on the list, you're going to get a reward more than likely as opposed to, you know, nah, you was chilling and smacking and talking on the phone and, you know, doing a, a, a mini concert in your bedroom like I used to do. <laughs> and, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a whole nother kind of show <laughs> that gets put on when the disciplining parent comes home and nothing's gotten accomplished. So that's judgment. That's karma. That's truth. That's the finality and the cutting of the queen and the king of swords that is so final and so slicing is that your, your word is bond. If you judge your own word to say, I did say that. I sure did. I take full responsibility and ownership, King, the most mature of the swords, King of Swords. I take full responsibility um, for, you know, my thoughts, my swords, my, my, my mouth, uh, my mind, um, my, I, you know, what I type, what I write, what I text. What I say under my breath, what I say when I'm by myself, when nobody's looking or listening or so I think. And so that if we've been, that's why I say about these uh, earthy energies that carried us through to this truth card, the material harvest and the firm foundation. If we have been taking care of ourselves, and taking care of our foundation and the, and taking full responsibility for if we're being grounded in our energy, energy and mature and taking our time to do things practically and of a sound mind, things that make emphasis on this, all these swords and the mental energy, then we're ready. Now we're ready. We're, we're tr- we truly are from the bottom of the deck reminded with the transformation. We truly are transforming. We truly are stepping out of our comfort zone. We got the nine of pentacles again at the bottom of the deck. We truly are, truly, truly, we are enjoying material harvest and being the ultimate of who we are. That's what this sun and Aquarius energy is all about us, uniquely, individually, originally, thumbprint. It's only one of you. God's spirit set it up that way, just so you'll know how special you are, just so you'll know Aquarius in the tarot deck is the star, just so you'll know you're the star, just so you'll know in a Leo full moon when the mandate is to shine, that you'll know that's what you came here to do. That's what you were born to do. And if you're going to be in some fixed energy with all of it that's been getting kicked up since, y'all know I like dates. So, mm, that's been been getting kicked up since January 20th with the Taurus first quarter moon. Then we have tomorrow's exact Leo fixed full moon. We're discussing in our week ahead, Scorpio's fixed final or third quarter moon 
and then we wrap it up on, uh, and that's on February the 4th in the week ahead, and we wrap it up on February the 11th, a week after that, with the fixed new moon in Aquarius. The Lunar New Year is the very next day, um, February the 12th, FYI. So, fixed energy can show up as real stubborn. And you'll know if it's stubborn because you're not going to be making no progress. You're going to be treading water. You're doing all that being stubborn, and you're going nowhere real slow. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm thinking of everything at once when, I, when I'm when as I'm, I'm literally channeling messages. This ain't coming from me, per se. So, um, Let's 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 wrap up, tie up the loose end of the tail end of this week on last week's Wednesday word, which we did on Thursday. I vaguely got to tap into um, the Sun Jupiter alignment that we end this week off with, uh, and how it's so auspicious, you guys. But I'm glad I said what I said at the end of last week's broadcast about it because it really set it up real smooth, like, especially since I've, what I've seen other astrologers say about it, oh, this is like the luckiest transit of the year when sun aligns with Jupiter. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a whole Sagittarius that's ruled by Jupiter, so you don't have to tell me about luck, <laughs> about abundance, about um, adventures, and, and, and all the blissful, beautiful things about Jupiter energy. But I also am so glad I mentioned what I did last week about the fact that it's only going to expand or grow or advance abundantly. So <laughs> whatever energy is already there, we're always setting the tone. The sun is always transiting through some area of space. The Mars is always doing it. Everything's always moving and capturing what we tend to think of as lost in the moment after. No, what you did, what we did five minutes ago still counts. It still matters in the omniverse. It still got recorded in the acoustic records. It's like, it's, not, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Who we are, what we think, especially how we feel, especially how we feel, it's a pretty big deal. So, um... Especially at full moons, you know, like the the everything I've been discussing up until this week. Oh, the, the moon is waxing now that we've begun the Capricorn new moon season, and it's going to be waxing until it gets all the way full at the Leo full moon, which is tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> and so we're 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 here and so whatever is showing up right now, whatever is being fully illuminated, especially in your emotions, that's what full moons are all about. Um uh, uh pay close attention. This full moon that where we need to pay really close attention to our emotions is in the sign of Leo. And Leo it, it really is highlighting the ego amongst other things. Um I was Mentioning uh, this judgment card and some notes I had taken on it, I also jotted down atonement, speaking of judgment, and, you know, ego, judging yourself so you won't have to be, judge your own ego. You, you do, if you 
want to know if you in ego or not, or or uh, out of alignment with the, with with that energy. Look it up. Web search like anything else. You know, ego test. Find out. Figure it out. Know thyself. Know thyself. The sun definitely wants you to know this. These aspects of yourself, certainly your soul, so that you can fully shine. To know yourself is to love yourself and appreciate yourself, ego and all. Balance it out. Know what to cut out. Know what to keep. What part is just you shining? I take it from me. Uh, we spoke to Carrie last week, a whole Leo, and I could some of the things she had mentioned. I could totally vibe with um, for the uh, the Sundays and Sade, the free read, and you know I get it. I understand passionate people and how misunderstood most fire signs are that way. And I understand how it can be misconstrued as, you know, every other thing in, under the sun, no pun intended. Conceit, angry, wrong with you. <laughs> so judge it for yourself. And then if somebody comes at you in a particular way, you, you will have already searched yourself out. The judgment card is associated with Pluto, this very same Pluto. That two weeks ago, when I was giving y'all a heads up that about Pluto being the major player at the Capricorn New Moon lunation, that we are still under the influence and energy of. So Pluto still has something to say. The Scorpio quarter moon in the week ahead is the same Scorpio that's governed by Pluto. Pluto still got something to say. So atonement, judge yourself so you don't have to be judged. Judge your own relationship with your ego. This also, judgment also talks about reinventing oneself. Now, this year is all about change. It's the whole five, 2021, two, two, and one is five. The great, the great reset, the great conjunction, the great mutation in Aquarius that's all about change. So we got five change. We got a great reset in Aquarius change. We got sun in Aquarius right now change. We got a full moon in Leo directly opposite sun in Aquarius change. We have a Mercury retrograde at the end of this week on Saturday the 30th in Aquarius change. We have an upcoming quarter moon where we must turn a corner, make an adjustment, a.k.a. change, change. It's still about change, y'all. So when, when the judgment talks about reinventing oneself, that is so appropriate even for now. Um, judgment card talks about dying and purging and elimination. You saw that, you saw that transformation card we got at the bottom of the deck at the Capricorn New Moon, change of status. Anybody out there want a status change? Because we're in that season with this Leo full moon sitting at all for the next couple of weeks to one month on the short end. This judgment card talks about calling, 
life-changing. And as it relates to relationships, this part going to trip y'all out. Peace this, y'all. As it relates to relationships, the judgment card uh, represents a relationship that is brought back from the dead, Lazarus, via, by way of honesty, clear, open communication, and mutually working through issues or problems. Now, that ought to solve about half of the people that's going to call in on Sunday right there. I'm going to just refer them right on back to the Wednesday word at the 30-minute mark. Yes. That's what's going to do it. We got uh, in, in, our, in the main spread for the Capricorn New Moon, we got the Moonology card, expect powerful change and show the world the real you, which is a real gag, which is a whole gag, because in our, I'm going to go through the uh, 12 times here momentarily. I just want to run through some stuff for the week ahead. Uh, certainly before I can get back on for next week's Wednesday Word, I won't try to fit all in if I can fit some of it in uh, at the beginning of that one, like I'm doing a little bit of that now. So, sorry, y'all. Yeah, oh, the show the world the real you, we got that. We're starting out this week with Scorpio, which is interesting because a couple weeks ago, Scorpio pulled their own card. They pulled a transformation card. So Scorpio, Scorpio's out there. I see you. I see you. (laughs) I see you shining. I see you shining. I see you in your power. I see you. A lot go with Scorpio and Pluto. I was just talking about it's a major player, and it's it's coming up again through this judgment, aka truth card energy. It really is about transformation, y'all, and it really is about stuff that's going on in your psychology deep beneath the surface. Nobody really knows about you and your cocoon. Who can tell you about you and your cocoon? Who's in? Who can be in there with you? To relate to, there, there, there's, there's Aquarius' fast energy. We've been getting messages here lately about taking our time. Things are transforming in ways that you may not readily on the surface perceive and see yet. But that doesn't mean it's happening. And so with that, Let's jump in. Um, I did mention Mercury retrograde here, uh, Mercury stationing exactly on Saturday. Um, I did put all this information, the exact date and the sign is in the description of the blogtalkradio.com forward slash Interpeace Lighthouse um, site. Okay, so 9.51 a.m. Central Saturday, the 30th Mercury stations retrograde in Aquarius. More of this fixed energy, y'all. You see it all throughout the week. Monday, February the 1st, Sun Square Mars involving Aquarius and Taurus. Sun and Aquarius with Mars and Taurus. More fixed energy. Okay? Venus enters Aquarius. I need to change that. It says Venus enters Aquarius slash Aries. I'll change it. But Venus enters Aquarius on Monday the 1st. More fixed energy. Quarter moon in Scorpio Thursday the 4th. More fixed energy. 
Saturday the 6th, Venus-Saturn alignment. Venus and Saturn are aligning, conjoining, getting together, uh, making out <laughs> in the sky, um, in Aquarius, more fixed energy. Uh, so just fixed on, fixed on, fixed on, fixed on, fixed. With all that, if all you remember is the highest vibration of that fixed energy is determination. That's why I put in the description this week, I, I, bold, I embolden it in everything. Determine together this week to be ready to make some emotional adjustments this first week of February, so-called February 2021. That's a lot of fixed energy for somebody. It's a lot of fixed energy which tends towards stubbornness. And a lot of this fixed energy is in Aquarius, which is about change. So how that's gonna work? How you? How is that gonna get along? A stubborn, a stubborn energy that's fixed, don't want to move, don't want to change, don't want to budge, and an energy that's all about change. How is that gonna be reconciled? Well, you just get bound and determined to change. You just get bound and determined, like I put in in the description, to make some emotional adjustments. You, that's why I do this a week ahead. <laughs> so by the time January 31st, Sunday, in our week ahead, through February the 6th, Saturday, whatever pop up with all this big synergy that's getting activated, dang near every day of the week ahead, that you'll already be ready already, deter- bound and determined not to, to resist, Bound and determined not to be a rebel with no cause. Bound and determined not to uh, uh, hold on for their life. But instead, bound and determined to shift. Bound and determined to adjust. Bound and determined to adapt. Bound and determined to Step outside of your comfort zone and show the world the real you. That's what this Leo full moon is really highlighting. Aquarius, we got the, the that card twice now. Show the world the real you. Full moon in Aquarius. Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. Just like the week ahead, full of it. Full of opportunities to show the world the real you passionately. Pluto is that passion and power, the power to transform. That's that's pretty powerful to transform from a, a caterpillar to a butterfly. That's pretty powerful. You got to be pretty passionate in that cocoon phase to get the to get your wings. And we got the heads up to expect powerful change with the new moon eclipse card in the spread as well. So that powerful change, that passionate change, that emotional change, this is a part of a new moon eclipse. So that's a, a, a mood or a mood or emotions that are strong and intense and powerful, kind of like at a full moon. And so if you've been judging yourself, you're not going to have to worry about being judged here over the next couple of, couple of few weeks. What you're going to get to do instead is, is receive your crown. The judgment card governs the crown chakra. You deserve a crown when you don't, nobody don't have to come and, well, did you do this? Just like the disciplining parent, come home. 
Well, did you do this? They already know on the way home. Sally and Jesse, oh, they they are already. It's just, they will have already done what they were supposed to do. We're, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna warm my heart. I'm gonna want to re- re- reward them, and we're gonna have a, a fun night. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy rewarding them. I'm enjoying myself too, and we'll just have make a night of it. Isn't that doesn't that seem, seem like such a, a more powerful outcome? It may be outside of your comfort zone, like this step out of your comfort zone. North Node monology card suggests, but it'll be worth it. It's, this is a year of change. We're setting off a whole 200, new 200-year 200 cycle. It's, 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 they don't call it the great reset for nothing. <laughs> oh, um, that's all the notes I have on the judgment card. So we've recapped the spread from the north, uh, from north, from the new moon. I knew it was the N-word. From the new moon in Capricorn. And now we are going to dive into the rest of the week ahead um, transit. While Mercury is retrograde, it's stationing now. It's, it's between now and 9.51 a.m. Central on Saturday rising. Anything that is Mercury ruled, communication, broadcast, uh, transportation, uh, 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 short trips, things going on locally in your local community, uh, things going on with siblings, things going on uh, um, with school-age children. Um, all these things are up for activation, right? And so the energy is going to be real, real strong. Pay attention to key themes in areas governed by uh, the keywords I just listed regarding Mercury, and especially the the probability that things will be changing or shifting in, in those ways, in those areas. Aquarius is about change, and that's the energy Mercury is stationing retrograde and will be retrograding through, I believe, 11 degrees to, uh, I don't have the exact degrees, but I'm pretty sure it starts at 11, and um, I'm sure it goes back to 11. So, um Look into that. Just web search Mercury uh, retrograde in Aquarius, uh, January, February 2021. And um, it's just really going to be a divine opportunity to go back over the whatever's gone on over the last couple of weeks. What Really, on the safe side, just whatever's gone on so far in 2021, January 2021. And it's the opportunity for a divine redo. It's an opportunity for, a, and not even, and, and if it's not a redo, it's, it's to, to make sure you're sure. <laughs> you're going to revisit the energy anyway, whether you want to or not. Trust me, I get it. But you're going to revisit the energy anyway, so you might as well just go back over it with a fine-tooth comb and make sure you're sure. You're sure. Know that other people are doing this in regards with you as well. You know, am I sure that, you know, I really want to make these types of Aquarius changes, that I really want to, is this the best thing for my future? Aquarius is about the future. You know, um, it can, if you're sure, then once again, this is all the fixed energy kicking up in the week ahead that you need to get real 
to really dig your heels in about it and get and harness that energy of being bound and determined. I wouldn't necessarily do that in the week ahead, certainly with Mercury stationing retrograde. You don't want to dig your heels in about much until Mercury stations back direct. Let me give you that information. Um, Mercury's going to be retrograde for a few weeks, and I'm getting it now for you guys. Yeah. So uh, it'll January 30th, stations retrograde. February 20th, it's stations direct. So, yeah, I was right about the 11 degrees. It's starting here at degrees and 29 solar arc minutes, and it's going all the way back um, through the degrees towards 11 degrees of Aquarius and one solar arc minute. And then after it stations direct on February the 20th, it's going to do its final pass through 11 degrees towards 26 degrees of Aquarius, and it leaves the retrograde zone out of that 26 degrees on March the 13th. So feel more comfortable about digging your heels in after February 20th. And if you really, really, really want to make sure that you're into brand new breakthrough, especially Aquarius governs breakthrough, brand new breakthrough energy, uh, then after March the 13th would be even more ideal when it's completely out of the retrograde zone. But certainly after February 20th and beyond, the closer you get to March 13th, the better as it comes to really sinking your heels deep into something and, and being obstinate about it, you know, like even the Taurus. Taurus is a fixed sign, you know, the bull. And so... I just wanted to give you guys that timeline so you can make a better judgment for yourself on how you want to proceed. But certainly when it comes, once again, if you, if you are going to, if you can't help yourself, if you are naturally a fixed energy, Scorpio, Taurus, Aquarius, Leo, and you just can't help but dig your heels into something, make sure you're vibrating high on the determination end because that's going to help you and a whole bunch of other people too especially if you're determined about making some emotional adjustments. You know, be opening your mind. Aquarius wants us to be open-minded and consider not be so, well, no, I've already, I've always done it this way and I'm never going to change and I made up my mind and, and spirit's like, well, what if? What if you stepped outside your comfort zone? Hmm? What if you were actually excited Expecting powerful change, and your your powerful change actually came. What if that was your karma? That it's not good, bad, and different. Look, for me and my mom's babies, we know it's good. I just got some great news from one of them before I got on there. <laughs> like, yes, full moon, baby. <laughs> full moon and Leo on fire. We on fire over here. <laughs> So with that being said, y'all, what else, what else? Let, we did Mercury retrograde. Let's jump off into, I got too many screens open. That's the problem. Venus entered, okay. So right after that, now we're into the week ahead. You can mark it here at the 45-minute mark. We're into the week ahead, and we start with, um, we don't have anything on the calendar for our week for Sunday. 
but Monday, February the 1st, we've got a couple things going on. We've got Sun Square Mars activating Aquarius and Taurus, and we've got Venus entering Aquarius. So I don't even, Sun Square Mars, y'all already know, that's fire and fire, So and a square in between them. <laughs> so I'm telling you, and that is the aspect that's on this full moon in Leo. Where Mars and Taurus, uh, um, so the sun and the moon right now are squaring Mars and Taurus. Yeah. So and Mars don't really like to be in Taurus, so it's already got this potential to be a little aggravated and irritated. I always say that Mars is an activator, but if we're not ready for it, you know, it can be an agitator. It can feel agitating if we're not ready to make a move in Mars and Taurus. <laughs> It's motivated, but it's motivated to chillax and languish and, you know, take take your time, which is definitely the wisdom that's been coming out here lately. So, luckily, uh, Sun Square's March 4.33 a.m. Central. Luckily, Venus enters Aquarius 8.05 a.m. Central. So, that we should see shortly especially now leading up to the full moon, we probably really are. I've had some stuff, but the only thing that has more happened today than just a Leo brought me some gifts. (laughs) I've been picking up on this sun square Mars energy as well. And the, the contention, the potential for contention with this energy, the potential for arguments and, 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 and aggravation with this energy uh, once again, agitation. Um, so I, I'm going to continue to admonish and encourage, just like I already have been so far, to add it to your determination. Uh, any frustration and fire, add it to your bound determination to make an emotional adjustment. To feel the best you can feel. To, especially under this Leo energy, Leo is ruled by the sun. It wants us to be happy and let our inner child come out and play and, and play games and run and jump and dance and have leisure time and take a day off and go on a date and have a date night. and Don't wait till Valentine's Day. Get some, get some of it out now. Or get... If, if, Order, start ordering the start setting up Valentine's Day now. Do, do something. It's all this Aquarius energy kicking up. Plan now to do something different other than card, candy, and a dinner and a movie. In our week ahead, the major lunation is the quarter moon in Scorpio. Quarter moons are times where we make shifts. We make necessary adjustments. This final one is going to go hand in hand with this full moon where the types of adjustments that we're making, especially emotional ones in Scorpio, deep emotional ones, psychological ones, deeply sexual ones, we're making decisions now. We're making adjustments now in the week ahead, January 31st to February 6th, that lend itself toward releasing, shedding, and letting go. After the moon goes exactly full on tomorrow afternoon, the moon is going to start waning. All 
next week, January 31st through February the 6th, the moon's going to be waning. It's waxing right now. But at the flip of a switch, tomorrow afternoon, it's going to wane in. And so when we get to the quarter moon, the final quarter moon in Scorpio in the week ahead, while the moon is waning, when we get to that time where we'll be required to turn a corner and make an adjustment, if that adjustment that we're making has something to do with shedding, releasing, getting rid of, relinquishing, cleansing, undoing, banishing, protecting, detoxing, especially in our psychology and deep emotions, then it'll be better for us wrapping up the new moon and Capricorn season. It'll be better for us preparing ourselves energetically for the new moon in Aquarius that's coming up on February the 11th, right before the lunar new year. It will be better psychology that we're not walking around beyond next week with any muck and mire that's, that's gotten uh, uh, that's stacked up that needs to be eliminated. So whatever's going on right now here at the Leo full moon, uh, let it be a clear message to you. Of what, of what you will be releasing in the week ahead. Let it be a clear message to you if you, if what has been fully illuminated says, no, don't do the very opposite. Don't really hold on. Move ahead. Intensify. Uh, 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 tighten your clinch. Clinch. <laughs> don't let go. <laughs> But whatever the directive is that's so powerfully coming through your soul right now, the soul messages you're getting right now, the emotional messages that you're getting that are resonating with your soul, whatever it is, it should be making clear to you how to maneuver over the next couple of weeks for sure. I either need to clinch <laughs> and really ride this thing on out and get real bound and determined to obliterate any obstacle, whatnot, right? Or, you know what, it's been made absolutely, possibly painfully clear that judgment card, that truth has brought clarity of judgment, starting with self, so, you know, certainly by tomorrow afternoon, you should know which way to go one way or the other, with, especially as it relates to your own, starting with your own, but certainly considering others' ego, starting with your own, but certainly considering others' self-expression, how you express yourself, how you express what you want, the sun that governs Leo is what we want. It's a, it's, it's a masculine energy that talks about our conscious, how we express our consciousness, okay, and how we show up, how we show up in the world. We literally got those messages about, you know, um, showing the world the real you twice. So that's part of the test, too. That's part of the 
the challenge, the obstacles, um, any that we're encountering now or may encounter in the week ahead that may cause us to have to shift or turn the corner, uh, is is it does it line up with who we really are? Chiron is still in Aries, uh, getting activated. Got activated this week by way of the Sun sextile, and in the in the week ahead on Saturday the sixth, Venus is sextile in Chiron in Aries. Um, so. You know, the I am is still being healed, and so let that happen. If you're feeling insecure about who you are, this is a beautiful time that whatever has shown up, risen to the surface, fully illuminated by the light of the moon, let it be healed. Be healed. Be transformed in the renewing of your mind about it. Get your mind right. Let your mind be renewed. That's what this a lot of this Aquarius energy is. Let breakthrough happen in your mind. Let a new idea come in. And, and shift and change the frequency that you're on. Aquarius governs energy. Let your energy be healed so that you can get on the frequency, get on the level, get on the uh, the vibration of, of change because this is certainly the season of it. This is certainly the era of it. They're, they're calling it the age of Aquarius. So, it's a pretty big deal. Um, additionally, in the week ahead, as we wrap up, um, Saturday just has a lot of stuff going on. We've got the Venus-Saturn alignment at 107 a.m. Central. We've got the Venus sextile to Chiron I just mentioned at 429 a.m. And then we've got, I, I added in the sun trying the north node of destiny, Aquarius and Gemini activation at 12.40 in the afternoon, and then Venus where Uranus um, activating even more fixed sign energy, Aquarius and Taurus, at 9.33 p.m. So that being it, the only thing that's mutable <laughs> in the week of, uh, uh, ahead is this trine that we get from the sun in Aquarius to the north, north node of destiny in Gemini. So I definitely encourage you on Saturday as We've got this um, with Venus, Saturn, certainly um, I want you guys to consider because um, Venus just entered Aquarius in the week ahead, remember? And then it, uh, shortly after it enters Aquarius, it lines up with Saturn. So um, I, I'll point y'all back to Astrology King website. It's just a really good resource for general interpretations for these very, you know, these transits that come along from week to week. And he mentions, Jamie does on his site, that Venus conjunct Saturn uh, can bring isolation, sadness, privation. You, will, you could find it difficult to express love and affection, but easy to be cold and mean. What does that sound like? All that towards energy we got at the top of the New Moon and Capricorn spread with the reverse Queen of Swords, the Four of Swords, and the King of Swords. So that's that's why I was mentioning that earlier in the recap, how cold it can be. Uh, relationships suffer most with this transit, but you can also experience some financial hardship at this time. Um, a new, any romances that would start under this energy wouldn't actually be romantic. Saturn kind of, kind of puts a wet blanket on that type of fiery romantic energy. Um, but it would, a, rom a romance started under this energy would likely be based on more practical considerations or could revolve around your career or get initiated in that way. There could be a notable age difference under this influence. 
and it's not really a party energy. Sat, once again, Saturn governs Capricorn, the disciplining parent that comes home. So it's not a good time for partying as, as you will generally, generally feel depressed and more concerned with matters of a serious nature. Um, he ends it saying money may be tight and this would be a good time to learn to budget properly so reduce the risk of running short in the future. Starting a savings plan would be a good idea now. This is just favorable energy for a more responsible tone, a more mature tone, a more um, uh, Saturn's the Lord of Karma. He actually mentions that in here. Any sadness or painful experiences endured now will be a karmic lesson that leads to a greater understanding of mutual love and respect or, lo or loyalty. So in the week ahead, like I said, big, I'm fixed energy alone, all the fixed energy alone that's getting kicked up is a, a difficult energy to kind of really for romance and, you know, the more lighter feelings, especially the Leo kind of lighter hearted and open hearted and generous. Like I said earlier, those feelings, um, it's a harder energy for that to kind of thrive under but once again, uh, where he talks about the karmic lessons that lead to greater understanding and, and, this, and more of a respect, you know. So this could be a time where you or people you know are garnering more respect in their relationships, be it romantic or platonic, simply because it is a better time to kind of be taking things more seriously and be like I've been um, given the wisdom of taking our time. That's a very mature thing to do. More of children, children don't really do that. They just run and jump, but you kind of have to tell them, stop. You kind of have to tell them, slow down. You kind of have to pull them before they run out in the street. Uh, <laughs> girl, get your butt out the street. <laughs> like, so it's a very mature thing to do to take your time, be practical, like Saturn wants us to do, and, um, and, and, and be more, and parent ourselves. And, and a Venus conjunct Saturn really is going to be, the conjunction is the opportunity for balance, uh, much just like the full moon is. As much as the full moon is about balance, the conjunction is about balance, too, because these energies, Venus and Saturn in the week ahead, have to coexist together. The feminine Venus, you know, and then this, this the elder, you know, Saturn, how can they come together? They can come together if, if, if you learn to love being mature and responsible. If you, Venus can bring ease and comfort to anything. Saturn needs some of it, trust me. <laughs> Especially under this Capricorn new moon energy, I'm seeing it everywhere. Capricorn needs a little ease and comfort. And so endeavoring to, uh, to not shift, uh, you know, on the shirk of the responsibilities, but also don't shirk Venus. Give Venus her proper due in the week ahead. Um, any karmic lessons that you're learning, take it easy on yourself. Comfort yourself. Be there for yourself. Leo is the inner child that's, on, that's, on, that's being fully illuminated right now. So take care of the little you inside of you. She, he or she never died. They're still in there with you. They remember everything. If they need a little attention, Leo is all about attention. Give them all the attention they need. Spoil them. Over the next couple of weeks, your inner child. What if they want to run barefoot through the grass uh, in full steam ahead? Do it. 
If they want a piece, a, a, a piece of um of a cupcake, do it. I wouldn't recommend you overdo it because then Saturn is not going to be pleased. Saturn wants you to take it seriously and and parent yourself. So if you if you if your inner child needs a cupcake, do it. Your inner child don't need ten cupcakes. Let me help you. <laughs> okay, so. We, we covered that with the sun trying, um, that's Venus conjunct Saturn, all on the fifth. Venus sextile Chiron. There's an opportunity, uh, a, a real a healing energy, especially in the I am, like I said, which we may need. Venus, once again, bringing the ease and the comfort. And then the, with the Venus, bringing Saturn along with it, bringing that sense of responsibility taking full responsibility for healing your I am. There's a divine opportunity to do that in the week ahead. You're gonna you're gonna come out of your Leo energy and your inner child's gonna be more happy when you know who you are, when you love who you are, when you appreciate who you are, including the way you express yourself. Some people may say just like I was talking to Carrie last week, the Leo. Some people say she's too passionate. I've heard that before myself. Fire signs activate. I can relate. As a fire energy, just like this Leo full moon, we're all in together over the next few weeks. If people can't handle your light, hand them a pair of shades and tell them they better get on. If people can't handle your light, you better tell them to turn around, dig a hole and put their head in it. Don't you do, don't you shirk in the week ahead. You're, now I'm telling you, now you're going to have to make some emotional adjustments. So go on, go on ahead and get determined to do that now. But never shirk. Never hide your light under a bushel. I can handle Carrie. <laughs> you know, obviously, energetically, I'm saying, not like in a crazy way. But her Pisces ex-husband couldn't handle her. Everybody can't handle it. Everybody's not going to handle the next few weeks that well. Fixed energy kicks up and activated. Fire energy through Leo kicks up and activated and fixed at that. Quarter moon energy in fixed energy kicks up and activated intensely and, and, and psychologically and passionately with Pluto ruling Scorpio. So keep in mind that Venus is here in our week ahead, bringing the ease and the comfort, especially if you're taking things seriously and parenting yourself and being responsible. It's okay to be grown and sexy. It's okay. We, it's okay to grow up. It's okay for the to heal the inner child and satisfy the inner child so we can be a more integrated being as we get older, hopefully better. So the sun trying the north node of destiny really opens a mutable door um, with the Gemini energy of the north node um, to uh, that, that adds to the healing energy of Chiron and Aries as well. So... Certainly, Aries, Gemini, these are younger signs in the zodiac, Aries towards Gemini. So the influence of children and a younger energy and our inner child is really being highlighted in the week ahead. Um, You'll see in the cards, I'm going in order. I'm starting with Scorpio. And uh, 
So, Scorpio, what, what I say for Scorpio, I've been giving a little previews throughout this whole broadcast so far. What I mention about Scorpio is going to go for everybody. See where focusing on your inner child is really going to come in handy when you see our, the card that Scorpio got, which I'll tell you right now is the Passion Ignited, the Ace of Wands, the card of fire, the card of being fired up and ready to go, the card of green light, stand up on the gas list, <laughs> balls to the walls, uh, all in, passion, ignited. And so that's a message for all of us. And, and it, it corroborates our encouragement to shine. And, and just like a child, you don't, you, you, and when a child is just still young and innocent, you, you don't want them to feel insecure and self-conscious. This is just some, y'all, I'm trying to talk better on the radio. Uh, <laughs> just because some trifling child who was raised by a pack of wolves had something sideways to say about them, now they in their feelings and feeling insecure. No. What does God say about you? Bump them. Because God has the final say. God has the final word. So what are you studying trifling uh, uh, degenerates for? They didn't create you. They not your mama, daddy, or God. God is absolute. So it's a really destined week with that sun trying the north node, and that air is being activated with Aquarius and Gemini on Saturday the 6th as well. So definitely any conversations going on around Saturday uh, are likely to be very faded, very destined conversations. Um, mind, you're, we got all these swords. Come on, Queen of Swords Reverse. I told y'all that was showing up to be to show, tell us, to remind us to be quiet and start to take your time. If you're taking your time, you don't have... You're not saying a whole bunch. You're not talking real fast. You're doing a whole lot of listening if you're the queen of swords reverse. And if you're the king of swords, which shows up in, in a, right over that judgment truth card, then by the time you get there, you're, you definitely know better. You know when to hold them. You know when to fold them. You know when to say something. You know when to shut up. Nobody has to tell you. Once again, we're parenting ourselves in the week ahead, and Venus aligned with Saturn is making it a little bit more easy for us to do that. Uh, we end the week with uh, Venus square Uranus at 9.33 p.m. on Saturday the 6th. Uh, Jamie says that Venus square Uranus transit can challenge the ability, the stability of love relationships through unexpected urges or events. So really what's happening in the week ahead is Venus is activating the uh, Saturn Uranus square. That's what's happening. I, I had I looked at it a little bit longer, I'd have seen that. So Saturn, the Saturn Uranus square is that same. Uh, you've probably heard a lot about it. I've got that written down. So I got it written down here. Uh, Saturn square Uranus, February the seventeenth, June the fourteenth, and December the twenty fourth of this year. So that's a, that's one of the, the most active alignments that's going to be going on this year. Um, Saturn square Uranus really needs us to be open-minded and flexible and making the necessary adjustments 
to the changing external conditions, right? So Venus is coming along in the week ahead to activate that for us by way of uh, the conjunction to Saturn and the square to Uranus. So a lot of this is going to sound a little bit similar, but that's why. Um, an increased need. Okay, Venus square Uranus transit can challenge the stability of love relationships through unexpected urges, urges you didn't see coming or the other, another person didn't see coming, or events. An increased need for freedom and excitement can test your patience with a loved one or lead to wandering eyes. If you have been feeling smothered, confined, or bored, then you may lash out in anger or through some other destructive behavior. Uh, if you try to resist the urge for change and excitement, he says, and bottle this spontaneous energy up, then it is likely that your partner will express this energy through some unexpected, unexpected and sudden action. Entertainment, amusement, and novelties will suffice if you are not the daring type. Care needs to be taken when shopping as you're more likely to impulse buy and spend too much on unnecessary items. So random unexpected attractions to things that you may want to purchase, random unexpected attraction to people. And with the square, it's a challenge. With the square, it could be a problem. It, it's a problem. If you're on a strict budget and you have a random unexpected attraction to a particular dress or a particular piece of jewelry or a particular car or a game, um, that could be a problem. It could be a problem if you have an unexpected attraction to somebody and you just got married or you're about to get married next week, you know, that could be a problem. So just like he's mentioning, as opposed to resisting it, in the in the in the in the face of the potential for this challenge of this energy in the upcoming week, instead of trying to resist it, once again, staying open minded, staying flexible. If if it, it, it hey, you see all these tourist cards that came up, it may be time to tell some truth. I need more income because I want stuff that I that's not in my budget, and I really want it in the upcoming week. I really want it. The urge is strong. He says, a healthy relationship will face no major drama, especially with an open-minded partner. Experimentation in the bedroom would satisfy your need for increased stimulation. The more demanding or conservative your partner, then the more likely you are to stir up trouble or have an affair. It does not pay to be rigid right now. That's what I'm telling you about all this fixed energy. Be in our spread that we got two weeks ago about right now. Step, be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Things are transforming. Not in not in a oh I changed my shirt, but uh, uh I got a whole new wardrobe. I got a whole makeover. The death and rebirth. The old me is gone. I don't even look like myself anymore. I don't feel like myself anymore. I don't think like my old self anymore. I don't reason like my old self anymore. I have stepped outside of the box, and I'm stepping into the real me and showing the world, my partner, uh, my children, whoever needs to see it, in the, in the, in, in, whoever needs to see what real sunshine looks like, they're going to see it through us right now and carrying on into the next 
couple of few weeks, okay? And that is the run-through of the energies. We got a little Oh, okay. Oh, thanks, Flo. So with that, we're jumping into these signs and we will wrap it up so y'all can just listen out for your rising sign is the one I recommend the most, but additionally, certainly um, your sun sign. Uh, If you're a man, I encourage you to listen out for your Mars sign, believe it or not. If you're a woman, I encourage you to listen out for your Venus sign and moon sign and the man Mars and um, Mars and the sun and everybody that are rising. I had I had the page I wanted right here, y'all, and I switched it. But I'm not even going to go there because I know the order of these cards, luckily. <laughs> so we're going to start out with Scorpio. And I just did too much flipping, y'all. If I was quit flipping, I could stay on my page. Here we go. All right. Starting out with Scorpio. Interestingly, in the week ahead, where the Scorpio quarter moon, final quarter moon, or third quarter moon is the major lunation. That's why we're starting out with you, Scorpio. Uh, it's going through your astrological first house since the lunation is in Scorpio and your Scorpio that's the first house. And the card you got, like I mentioned, it already gave a preview of is a card that is a one. Speaking of first, y'all got a one card. And one, the first house in astrology governs you, self, me, I, my, me. <laughs> and then, of course, y'all got the card full moon and Aquarius show the world the real you me I (laughs) so there's a lot of fingers pointing right now to you Scorpio believe it or not like y'all got a couple of weeks ago y'all pulled your own card and got the Scorpio transformation card so um, something has been building and whatever is being uh, built. Listen, if you want to know about this Leo full moon, listen to the last week's Wednesday word. But I'm talking to you about this week that comes after this Leo full moon week. And in that week, you're, it, it's going to be your time to shine, because, likely because of Thursday's quarter moon, okay? The Everyday Tarot card you got to clarify it all is the Knight of Cups. And with that, I want to read you the brief little synopsis uh, written in the guidebook about the Knight of Cups. In the upright, it says, uh, Scorpio, that you are romantic, Scorpio, charming and in love with love itself. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You thrive on all things beautiful and are inspired by the many creative outlets that are available to you. If you're not feeling this way, listen to the reverse and see if, if its wisdom and guidance won't help. It says in the reverse, the Knight of Cups, you may be sulky, moody, and jealous, allowing your emotions to get the better of you, Scorpio. A creative project is emerging, but you are not ready to take action just yet. If there's anything that's in you not ready right now, Scorpio, it's some of these lower vibrational potentials of the Scorpio energy, the jealousy, and the moodiness. Isn't that interesting? That sounds like a low-vibe Scorpio right there, which this Knight of Cups would be a potential for a Scorpio card. And those low-vibrational emotions are going to keep you 
from being your fully transformative, passionate, rising from the ashes like a phoenix, powerful self. And you can't afford to let that happen because just like your moonology card says, you need to show the world the real you. So if you're dealing with low vibrational income, uh, low vibrational emotions like jealousy and moodiness and all that gunky stuff, uh, endeavor to endeavor to heal those emotions. Um, with the first house, I put for every, for every sign I put something because I put in the description that everybody we're all going to be determined together. This week, January 31st to February the 6th, to make some emotional adjustments for you, I put you, you, Scorpio, need to be determined to embody change. You need to be the change. If you've been dealing with jealousy and moodiness and sulkiness, you need to change. And with this Passion Ignited card, you not only can do it, but Spirit sees you doing it. That's number one is an initiation. You're setting something off. You're pioneering something. You're ready to go. You're ready to stand up on the gas. You're not talking about nothing. You're being about it. So be about embodying change, and in so doing, you will show the world the real you. Okay? Um, oh, I just wanted to mention the, uh, the full moon in Aquarius, especially since we all got it in, in the new moon and Capricorn spread. I definitely want to just mention the attunement to the moon as well as uh, – the additional meanings uh, for the full moon in Aquarius card, Scorpio, and really everybody be aware of your feelings, but also be prepared to move on. Acknowledge and honor how you feel. You know what? I'm still a little jealous, still a little moody. Honor and um, be aware of that, but also be prepared to move on. Aqu- Aquarius, all this energy in the week ahead, the sun still in Aquarius. After the quarter moon in Scorpio, we're going to be a new moon in Aquarius. So all this Aquarius energy is getting kicked up to help us understand what detachment really is. It doesn't mean we don't care. It means we can feel it and still move on. In the Aquarius card, the star card, that person has uh, the, the water in a container. It's not that there's no water. There's water all over that card. It's not there's no emotions with Aquarius. It's just contained. Okay, and what you see, they're pouring it out. They they let you. They get it out. They get it out. It's just not all over the place. Beware of your feelings, Scorpio, but also be prepared to move on. Additional meanings: Don't lose the beauty and romance of life. You have a whole Knight of Cups card clarifying your reading, Scorpio, for the week ahead. So, in all your passion, getting ignited, and and it, it, that ought to give you more cause to let go of the jealousy, the low vibrational emotions, the sulkiness, the moodiness, because you lose your beauty and romance when you do that. And you lose your passion and you lose the real you. Scorpio is all of these beautiful things. So don't lose that by playing into low vibe, scorpionic, emotional CS. Um, last, it also says you are too much in your head, Scorpio. Get into your heart. A friend may need you, so be there for them. Only be there for them, Scorpio, if you have been there for yourself. If your cup is at this same night of cups, this is your clarifier. If your cup is not full, 
and overflowing, then you don't have anything to give anybody else. You Remember, your astrology is the first house of me, self, I. If you haven't embody change, don't, don't, you can't answer nobody else's call for help to help them embody change. And then lastly, it says the situation is going to take a very unexpected turn. Expect the unexpected. Stay ready. You already got the full moon in Aquarius monology card that is encouraging you to stay open-minded and be ready to feel something but detach if you need to at the same time. So, um, so that, oh, I apologize. Oh, Crystal Bowles, Gretna, and Clark Credit Chat Late Night. Ah, I hadn't clicked back over to the chat screen in a while, and it looks like, yeah, you you were there within the last hour. I apologize. I do. I get in my zone sometimes on the Wednesday word, and I don't expect uh, – uh, I, I, I shouldn't put up the chat if I don't expect people to chat in there, but I, I expect more people to chat on the night of the free reads on uh, Sunday afternoon. So I apologize. But shout out to – uh, Crystal Bowles Gretna in the chat. Thank you for joining and showing love and for Clark's credit chat late nights. Aw, I like good energy. I like good energy too. And I'm an Aries. Y'all see that? We got it. We got it popping. The fire is already in full effect. Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius activate. Fire signs activate. Uh, thank y'all for dropping by and showing love. I really appreciate it. And you are always welcome in this space. And so, yeah, with that being said, we're moving on to Sagittarius. Sagittarius, in your in the week ahead, um, y'all got the – I did the moonology cards first, y'all. Um, the answers you need are coming, Sagittarius. Whatever you're wondering about, whatever you're pondering about, especially with this five of swords, conflict and defeat, don't be in conflict, Sag. Don't don't feel defeated. The the highest vibration of the Five of Swords is seeking inner peace. And so, if you're feeling conflicted and defeated, I encourage you to um, to uh, go within your clarifier card. Oh, speaking of Five of Swords, is the Eight of Swords. You know, your main card is this five of swords, and five is all about change. That same change we started this broadcast off from mining. Everybody is still so thick in the air, Sagittarius. And with the eight of swords, it really shows a potential for you to flip a switch. So if you, if you are a Sag out there, which yeah, I rebuke <laughs> this feeling sad, conflict and defeat, I rebuke a Sag feeling conflicted and defeated. But if you happen to be feeling that way, um, not only are the answers that you need coming, so, you know, because this eight of swords can see, show somebody really caught up in their mind, um, the ruminating thoughts possibly obsessive, uh, especially if they pertain, pertain to feeling conflicted and defeated, know that not only are the answers you need coming, but you have the power. This eight of swords is, is a card of you either feeling powerful or powerless. And you can flip that switch anytime you want to, certainly as a Sag, certainly as a Sagittarius, having access to optimism, seeing the glasses half full, knowing that luck and abundance is on your side. That's the, the Sag card here in the Moonology deck is that luck is on your side, Sagittarius. So 
if you don't feel that way right now, Sag, um, you're having a 12th house season here in the week ahead. Scorpio is Sagittarius's 12th house, so with the Scorpio quarter moon in the week ahead, also know that any kind of defeatist feeling could just be coming from the heaviness and the weight of, of 12th house energy. It's Piscean, it's water, it's, it's deep, it's intense, it's the last of all the 12 signs, it's um, everything merges and dissolves under this influence, which could be very uh, beautiful for you right now. If you accept and let go of any conflictual or defeatist feelings and accept instead feeling powerful and feeling having an attitude, an inner attitude, a mental attitude that, you know, how if I'm feeling conflicted and defeated now, that's just temporary because what the answers I need are coming. You're in a 12th house, you're going to feel like this house of endings. So if it's not feeling like things are popping off or if it's not feeling like things are taking off, if it's not feeling like, you know, how things are feeling for Scorpio in the first house where it could feel like something's taking off um, and being initiated, passion ignited. If it's not feeling like passion's being ignited, flip the switch. You be, you be the arbiter of it. But this is not even the season, the week for that right now, Sagittarius. And this week that's heavy on the endings, heavy on the accepting, heavy on the letting go, that's going to help you get out of feeling imprisoned and trapped in fear is to know that you have the power to make some modifications. I feel led to mention some of the full moon in Gemini wisdom from the guidebook here to help you even further, um, Sagittarius. The attunement says, have an important conversation, but stay calm, Sagittarius. Additional meaning, don't be superficial. Someone is trying to flirt with you. Have you noticed? You need to laugh off this situation and just move on. And job applications have good prospects. Okay, Sagittarius, I'll wrap it up with that. Stay open, stay mutable, stay flexible. Um, You'll be glad you did. It's not final. The delay is not denial, Sag. And even if you did feel like you had a failure or a defeat, that's not even final. Okay? Um, on to Capricorn. Capricorn in the week ahead with the major lunation being the Scorpio quarter moon. Um, your main uh, monology card is that your hard work is paying off, and you actually pulled your own card, Capricorn. The new moon in Capricorn card with the Empress Psychic Tarot card on top of that. So that shows a lot of abundance, Capricorn, in the week ahead. That shows a lot of growth. And especially with this hard work is paying off message here. Spirit is acknowledging something. You're doing something right, Capricorn. This is the this is the y'all new moon in Capricorn season still. And so, um, you know, you're being acknowledged. The astrology is that this Scorpio quarter moon week is going to be happening in your 11th house of change. And so I put here, uh, Sagittarius would be determined in the week ahead, be determined to end it or to accept it or to release it and to let it go. For you, Capricorn, it's be determined to shock yourself. You be determined to 
step so far outside of your comfort zone that you shock yourself. You you've done it in in other ways before. In in a very practical way with the clarifier being the page of pentacles, be willing in the week ahead. 11th house is, is the house of Aquarius, which is air, which is masculine energy. So you're going to have you are being called on to make a move. Um you're being called on to grow. Expand, do it differently. Be uncomfortable for a little bit, because that's what this shocking change. Shock yourself. If you if you haven't shocked yourself in the week ahead, Capricorn, you didn't do it right. Go so hard that you shock yourself, and you what? I did, I did, I did, I did that. Because y'all y'all get off on that anyway. The new moon in Capricorn wisdom here, attuned to the moon, make a proper plan and execute it well, Capricorn. Additional meanings, you need to be more disciplined to reach your goal. Hard work will make your dreams a reality, a very good omen for study or teaching. That's what I'm saying about stepping outside of your comfort zone, Capricorn. You, whatever you've already mastered and made it up the peak of the mountain and mountain with, in this season, you're being encouraged to do it again because you're going to win again. You're going to do it again. Don't not do it because you're comfortable where you're at. You've already did what you came here to do. You're not dead, so you got more to do. You got another mountain to climb. And here in the week ahead, if you challenge yourself to do just that, it's going to pay off. The hard work is paying off, Capricorn. And lastly, it mentions don't be too controlling and avoid anyone who is controlling. Don't you do it, Capricorn. And don't let anybody else do that to you. 11th house is about is all about Aquarius, all this Aquarius energy I've been talking about this whole time. And you're having to transit in the week ahead through this energy. Be willing to show, let your unique self show up. Be willing to be the weirdo. Be willing to do it, vary your routine and do things differently than you've done it before. You will be glad you did. You will be rewarded. You will be bountiful. You will be abundant. It will pay off. All right, moving on to Aquarius, the next sixth sign after Scorpio that we started all this off with. We're in, reminding everybody in the week ahead to be determined to make the emotional readjustment, okay, or emotional adjustment. We're all going to have to do it. So for Aquarius, this week you're going to be determined to boss up determined to succeed, determined to do that very Capricorn thing with this 10th house week you're having ahead um, and make it up to the peak of that mountain. Your moonology card is the disseminating moon. Take time to breathe out. Maybe to you it seems daunting or overwhelming. I know a Capricorn right now who happens to um, be dealing with unemployment. And, you know, that may feel like, a, a especially under this um, current social climate, like a tall hill to climb. Uh, to to find work under the un, under these conditions, but this take time to breathe out is a really good uh, encouragement. Uh, the attunement says, "I am where I am, and it's okay." Oh, I love that. I love that. If you're supposed to be unemployed right now, maybe spirit won't need you, Aquarius. You're a whole Aquarius. This is your season. You're supposed to be thinking outside the box, stepping outside of your comfort zone, doing something different. So where you are is likely where you're supposed to be, and it's okay. The additional meaning, 
you should know where you stand either now or very soon. If you put in for a job application, done interviews, things like that, you should be getting feedback soon. Take some time out for your own good. You can't do nothing about now and in between when you finally get what you've been waiting on or whatever anyway, so you might as well use this time where I am, where I am, and it's okay to be okay and to nurture yourself, especially under this Leo full moon. Play, enjoy yourself, and then especially with the Scorpio quarter moon coming up in the week ahead, let yourself Feel all the deep things and, and all the psychological things. Maybe you feel, it, you know, it's affecting your self-esteem, things like that. Be determined to succeed anyway in the week ahead. Be determined to boss up anyway in the week ahead. It goes on to say it's time for you to share your wisdom and experience with someone else. That could be a hint that as opposed to you filling out applications for jobs, you should be creating your own lane. You you. Tenth house is an area where you see your ability to be an authority on a particular matter. You've got expertise in a particular field, but you're sitting here applying for jobs. Spirit wants you to boss up and share your wisdom and experience with someone else. The last um, one it says Aquarius is avoid falling into a slump. You've got the um, accelerated motion card, which is the Eight of Wands and the Hierophant card. So certainly you are headed, if you take the time to breathe out, disseminating moon, relax, relax and line your thoughts up. Eight of Wands is the Mercury in Sagittarius card. Relax and line your thoughts up, and then it's all clarified by the Hierophant with your inner guiding authority. Be your own boss is what I'm getting from this um, Aquarius, so I'm going to leave it at that because that's pretty clear. All right, moving on to Pisces. Pisces, you are experiencing the week ahead, um, the major blue nation, the Scorpio quarter moon through your ninth house of expansion and growth. So in the week ahead, you are determined to expand and grow. And you're determined to do it because prosperity lies ahead. You got to expand and grow, Pisces, because prosperity lies ahead. And you're having a ninth house week of luck. And abundance ruled by Jupiter, the great benefic. And you're sitting up here with a psychic tarot card that says discontent and boredom. So maybe you need to know that prosperity lies ahead and you wouldn't be feeling discontent and bored. You wouldn't be avoiding or ignoring this 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 God sent offer or opportunity because it's not like what you're used to or what you've been through and what you've been doing, but the spirit wants to expand you. And, and, and perhaps you don't associate something in particular with prosperity, but that's exactly what it is. And it's showing up for you here, likely at this Leo full moon. And so by the time we get to next week, if you didn't recognize it as such, you may be, you know, picky, selective, bored, not uninterested, <clears throat> So let me give you the attunement to the new moon and Taurus prosperity lies ahead card to get some more clues. Get or give a massage. Healthy body, healthy mind. Um, You will soon be able to afford the thing you're dreaming of, Pisces, getting clear on what you value most. Yeah, exactly. And take some time out to pamper yourself and lastly, start a standing order to a savings account no matter how small. So, 
Your clarifier is the justice card. That's Libra. And and it's and the justice card is all about balance. So once again, that's that's pointing to this Leo full moon energy. It's also pointing um, okay. And y'all have the night. Okay, it's pointing to the four that this discontent and boredom card is the four of cups because you and Gemini both have fours. This so y'all have an emphasis on this energy of balance. For you, it's going to be emotional. Just like I said with everybody, we're being determined in the week ahead to be open to making emotional adjustments. And for you, likely that's going to have to do with going from this place where you're feeling like, oh, nothing's really happening. But see, it's a quarter moon. So you're going to have to turn a corner. Things are going to shift. Things are going to change. And in the ninth house, it's probably going to be exciting. Ninth house is the house of sad. It's, you're you're probably going to get a chance to go on an adventure, so you're not going to be, if you have been feeling discontented and bored, you're not going to be bored for much longer in the week ahead. That may be the justice. That may be the karma that you started, you know, getting clear on what you value most and allowing that to help you find peace, just like this Prosperity Lies Ahead card suggests. And in so doing, you brought your own self to balance. You brought your own self to prosperity. You bring your own self, the healthy body, and the healthy mind, and that opens you up so that you don't miss out on just God-send opportunities and offers coming your way, uh, opportunities for new experiences, opportunities for new perspectives. Speaking of new perspectives, Aries, you're next, and in addition to your Moonology card, which is don't let pride get in your way, full moon and Leo, you got the card of perspective, sacrifice card, a.k.a. the hanged man, number three, and clarified by the nine of cups, the wish card, <laughs> the wild card. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, Aries, I feel like, especially with this Leo full moon, activating all the fire signs, including Aries and Sagittarius, um, I feel like that this not letting pride get in your way uh, admonishment has to do with the fact that you're experiencing this Scorpio quarter moon in the week ahead through your eighth house. It's a very passionate house. It's a house ruled by Pluto and Scorpio. And you see all the Scorpio energy getting kicked up. So you're experiencing the Scorpio quarter moon through your Scorpio house, and you are being admonished to be determined to be reborn. You got a three also this week, just like Capricorn Aries. So you're being encouraged similarly to be open to growing. Growing as a soul that you are experiencing more of yourself in the week ahead from a new perspective, that you're sacrificing an old portion of yourself, purging. Eighth house is about purging and, you know, surgery, you know, to heal, in order to heal. You got to cut and go deep sometimes. Everything's not a Band-Aid. And so, Aries, don't let pride get in your way. If you need to go deep, if you need to cut something out, you're still activating on these queen, reverse queen of swords, king of swords, four of swords. If you need justice card that um, um, uh, uh, the Pisces just got right before you, 
if you need to go deep, do it because you are being reborn in the week ahead. And uh, if you if you don't let pride get in the way, you can really have some wish fulfillment here. You can really uh, embody and see and enjoy the the transformation that a, a, a simple shift in perspective can bring. The full moon and Leo moonology wisdom attuned to the moon says be magnificent without being plain too much. <laughs> so many with the eighth house influence on the week ahead, Aries, know that you're going to be magnetic. Know that you're going to be powerful. Come on, being reborn is no being transformed. Going from a caterpillar to a butterfly is no small thing. So make people put some respect on your name, not in the typical low vibrational Aries way of you know cussing, fussing, and fighting but in the highest vibrational way of this being. Remember, this Leo full moon is just allowing us to simply shine. The sun don't need to strive. It don't need to strain. It just needs to be. And so um, additional meanings for this um, Aries is self-esteem is good. Vanity is not. (laughs) Everyone is equally important, Aries. And creative urges should be followed. Work some magic especially with the eighth house influence Aries. There's a lot of metaphysical energy here. Um, even with the sacrifice card, the hangman, that's Pisces energy. That's a lot of, of, of very good watery ground. Eighth house is a water house too. That's a lot of good, very good watery ground to fulfill the clarifier of this nine of cups with, the wish, wish fulfillment. Okay, and then lastly, Aries, a friendship may be ending now with the don't let pride get in your way. Some You may not be letting pride get in your way, but somebody around you could potentially be. And right now, you're focused on being reborn. You really don't have time for the low vibrational BS. The, the eighth house is too intense. It's gonna, Once again, you know, it's the phoenix rising from the ashes. Everybody don't survive the ashes, but that phoenix does. And everybody can't be the phoenix like you in the week ahead with the Scorpio quarter moon, Aries, okay? Um, Next, we've got Taurus. Taurus, you've got the new moon eclipse card that we all got in the new and new Capricorn spread. Expect powerful change. You've also got the five of wands or five of fire obstacles and challenges. And then clarifying in the everyday tarot, you've got the strength. So that's a whole lot of Leo energy. <laughs> that's a whole lot of Leo energy, Taurus. Um, Leo actually squares Taurus. And um, in the week ahead, the Scorpio quarter moon is actually falling in your seventh house of others. And so you're being determined in the week ahead to keep the peace. You see the, you see the five of wands. That's the fighting card. That's the fighting card. If I ever seen a fighting card in the deck. And so, um, instead of, we know you're not supposed to be fighting in the week ahead. We know that, uh, you, you t- once again, these are two Leo cards. This is Saturn and Leo, five of wands, and then the strength card, which is a, a literal lion on the strength card. <laughs> so needless to say, that's Leo energy as well. And you're just being encouraged like we all are right now to continue to shine. When you're shining, you don't have to fight. Who, who's the, what does the sun have to strive and fight with? Who's fighting the sun? Who's launching an attack against the sun? You just shine. You just be. You just, you just keep. The strict card is about um, taming, 
It's about disciplining. It's about um, self-control. And so if you're able, um, Taurus, in the week ahead, to, and I know with Taurus, that bull energy, that, that you know, you'll, you'll go head first into somebody if on the right day. Let's look at the moonology wisdom and see how we can line it up. Um, never mind the past, it says. Life evolves every single day. Additional meanings? Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Whatever you're wondering about, Taurus, the answer is yes. You're being shunted towards your life purpose. Not sure what shunted means. You can look it up. Whatever is happening now is happening for your highest good, Taurus, and this is an important turning point in your life. You're having the week ahead Scorpio quarter moon in a significant critical area of your chart that deals with other people, that deals with relationships, that deals, that deals with open enemies, that deals with your shadow self. So whatever comes up either inside of you or reflected in other people around you, be determined to keep your peace. Be determined to tame your inner lion, your inner bull, towards, and be determined to use that energy. Don't suppress it, but tame it and discipline it and harness it because you're going to need that energy to get through some obstacles and challenges. You're going to need that energy to make necessary emotional adjustments in the week ahead. You're going to need that energy to turn the corners and keep your peace to walk all the while. All right, Gemini, your name. Gemini, you're very close to achieving your goal. You got the you got the Gibbous Moon Moonology card. So in the week ahead with the Scorpio quarter moon, you just keep doing what you're doing. Your psychic tarot card is to rest and rejuvenate. That further reiterates. You just keep up, Gemini. You're doing good. Now you got as a clarifier the Four of Cups as well. Just like um, who was that with the justice card who was that that must have been Pisces Gemini yeah that was Pisces so um, mutable signs with this four of cups which is kind of inflexible a little bit so yeah let's let's get in with the gibbous moon and see what this is saying that's going to help us I know um, the Gibbous Moon Wisdom, the attunement is, I know that I'm on the right track. All right, Gemini, you see what I say? You just keep, you stay, you hold what you got. You know when to hold them and know when to fold them. When you in the, when you in the lead, when you on top, when you're ahead, hold it. You're experiencing this Scorpio quarter moon through your sixth house of Virgo. Okay, Virgo wants to fix things. So you're determining your week ahead, Gemini, to improve your lifestyle. Hold what you got. You got a four just like Pisces did. But just like Pisces is, is determined to expand and grow, you know, things are for them, so they need to kind of enlarge their territory to be able to perceive it. You, in order to perceive the improvement, you need to expand in certain ways. Uh, but you're doing it through rest and rejuvenation. So maybe... You're expanding to see, and I, I was just speaking with that. See, in the quantum, you know, Minister Drew talks about a lot of that type of information and wisdom, Reverend Ike, you know, the, 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 these metaphysical masterminds, how if you think that life is supposed to be hard and a struggle, when somebody tells you to rest and rejuvenate and you're so close to achieving your goal and you're sitting up here with the four cups looking bored like, 
But I want to, uh, uh, I'm so, uh, you know, I want to be like Scorpio and embodying change. And I want to be like Sagittarius and ending stuff. And I want to be like Aquarius bossing up. But this is, your, you're, you are improving your lifestyle in the week ahead, but you're doing it from a place of rest and rejuvenation. You're doing it from a place of same force force that we all got in the main spread for the new moon in Capricorn. You're doing it from that place of just like the reverse Venus voyage where it's not about what you're necessarily saying or doing. It's about what's happening in your mental realm. The gibbous moon attunement says, I know I'm on the right track. The additional meanings are now is a good time to review your plans. That's what you're doing. It's not... Like I always say, rest and reju- rejuvenate the fourth words do not mean go to bed, per se. It depends on the rest of the cards. This is talking about while you're resting and rejuvenating, review your plan. Keep the momentum going as you move towards your dreams. Keep going. Hold what you got. Keep doing what you've been doing, Gemini. Stay focused, it says. It's a good time to start a new project. You need to get back. Um, into good health habits. That's sixth house as his sixth house wisdom as well, Gemini. You got this for it wants you to be stable. It wants you to be, have things on a good foundation. Whatever is coming up, whatever is coming up in the new season, the new moon in Aquarius season, this week ahead is going to help you make the necessary and uh, uh, emotional shifts that you may need to make about your health, your diet, your routine, your workout. Um, for your mental health, things like that. All right, Cancer, you are experiencing the week ahead through your fifth house of Leo, of the sun, and you are being encouraged to be determined to enjoy that very sun. The monology card you got is your dreams need a practical plan. You actually pulled your own psychic tarot card, the shadow card, a.k.a. the moon, and it's clarified by the tower. Your dreams need a practical plan, Cancer. If you want to have some fun, if you want to have some recreation, if you want to have some leisure time, if you want to let your um, inner child come out, we know Cancer likes to be at home. I just got to see one of my favorite Cancers today as well as one of my favorite Leos. And so I know y'all like to chill at the house. (laughs) So if you are wanting to do something different, everybody's being admonished to Think outside the box and be open to, you know, varying your routine, doing something differently, and you're being encouraged in that way, too. You just need to make a practical plan. The wisdom here with the attunement to the moon, um, Cancer, is write down 10 things that you know are wonderful about you. Uh, Peace, we see you calling from the 646. Thank you for joining us. We're just running through the final three signs for the week ahead, January 31st through February the 6th. Thank you for joining us. And we are on Cancer right now. We've got Leo, Virgo, and Libra to go. Um, uh, Cancer, uh, laziness could explain your current situation. If so, change that and own it. If you're not having the fun you want to have with this fifth um, fifth house week where you're being deter- uh, encouraged to determine to enjoy the sun, determined to have some fun, determined to let your inner child come out and play, um, then laziness could explain why you're not experiencing that. If so, change it and own it. Uh, chasing money doesn't work. You need to chase a dream, Cancer. Uh, jealousy, whatever you want to do to have fun, it may, you may be thinking, oh, it's going to cost so much and I got to get this to get that. 
do your that laziness of just assuming that could be what's stopping you. Once you start doing the research, once you start looking into it, you may come you may come luck up on something you didn't even know. It. Um, jealousy or envy create negative energy and attract negativity. And more exercises called for. Do the work. Put the work in. Fifth house is a firehouse, Cancer. That's not your typical energy, your water, but you're being encouraged in the week ahead, especially since it's the quarter moon, especially since we're all having to turn some corners and we're all having to be determined to make some emotional readjustments. This is a perfect time for you to step out of that comfort zone. Then you won't have to be jealous or negative and attract negative energy. Why they get to go do this and that? And I, I want to do that and I wish I had some money. Well, you ain't even looked into it. It could be something that you qualify for that got a scholarship. And you sit back talking about what's not fair and why you jealous. So I got to run through the, we got five minutes left and I got to run through Leo, Virgo, and Libra. Um, um, Leo, you're experiencing the week ahead with the Scorpio quarter moon through your critical fourth house of feelings. And so you're being encouraged to be determined in the week ahead, January 31st to February 6th, to feel the burn Feel the fear and do it anyway. You have the card for hold your vision, which is six moon energy, six, six, six. That's what we've been talking about this whole time, Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, and Aquarius. Hold your vision, Leo. Uh, You got the five of cups in the psychic tarot, emotional loss clarifying, along with the hermit. Definitely feel free to go within if you're experiencing sadness, regret, things like that. The hermit is good if you're going within to find that inner light with the five of cups. If you're going within to find that you do have, you still have access to contentment and happiness and being connected to your higher self and being at peace, then that's fine and dandy. Let me give you um, just some wisdom here with the fixed moon cards even further uh, iterate on that, uh, Leo, and we'll wrap up with Virgo and Libra. The attunement, Leo says, yes, just say the word a lot and see how it feels, y'all. That is one of the best practices I will practice actually saying yes over and over and over and practice shaking your head up and down yes because you will be surprised how often we just automatically mimic these uh, body language that says no and that closes us off Um Leo, you've got to stay open. You're having a fourth house that's critical about how you feel, and you're being challenged to determine to feel that fear, feel, um, you know, the fear that makes you want to say, no, no, not me, no, I'm not ready, no, not time. This week, say yes, and practice saying yes, so when the time comes to do it and feel that fear and do it anyway, you'll be ready to say yes. Additional meanings, staying power, faith, or patience are needed. Someone needs to back down, Leo, in, the, in that fixed energy. And you get in your feelings. We see the emotional loss here. And you get in that hold your vision fixed energy. If it's low vibrational and stubborn, it's not going to do you any good this week. Don't let, don't let you getting caught up in your feelings keep you in your pride so you're not able to back down. Avoid stagnation. That's definitely going to keep you stagnant. Avoid any other stagnation. And, Leo, a personal or professional relationship will be enduring. I got two minutes left to cover Virgo and Libra. Virgo, you got the meditate and contemplate moonology card along with the two of earth, movement choices and decisions, and the moon card at this Leo full moon, at the Scorpio quarter moon next week, at these major lunation points, you're going to be um, 
faced with this, with some decisions at the one in the quarter moon week ahead. You're going to be faced with, with faced with a decision to change, to make an adjustment, to do something different. Meditate and contemplate on it. That's your moonology card. The wisdom here with the attunement, um, Virgo is. Use your feelings to guide your way. Logic won't work right now. Virgo is ruled (laughs) by Mercury, and your week ahead is in the third house, which is a Gemini house, and that's ruled by Mercury. So in the week ahead, Virgo, you're going to be determined to mend connections, to mend connections. Um, Use your feelings to guide your way. Logic won't work right now, Virgo. Face your fears. They may be holding you back. There's that again, just like with Leo. This situation is being healed. You're mending connections. You're determined to mend connections because spirit is on your side and they are being healed. But you get to do your part, Virgo. It's time to surrender to the divine. And if this says chant, numb your Oh, I don't even know how to say that. But chant or do whatever. Meditate. That's your card. Meditate, contemplate. And then lastly, Virgo, avoid being deceptive or willingly deceived. That's not going to mend a connection. And lastly, Libra with a minute to go. <laughs> um, adjustments are required. Third quarter moon, that's your moonology card. That is the, the, the week ahead, the third quarter moon, and you pulled that card. You also pulled, pulled the harmony card, the lover's card, clarified by the nine of swords. So I'm here to encourage you with decision making. Instead of being stressed about anything, uh, be ready to make the necessary adjustments. Um, in your thinking, and that may help you with uh, uh, releasing the stress. The attunement is I am reevaluating this situation, Libra. The additional meaning is that your life may be out of balance, and this may be causing your issues. It may be time to hatch a whole new plan, Libra. Something new and exciting is around the corner, Libra, and trust may be required to move this situation forward. 15 seconds left. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Join me back here on Sundays. For Sundays and Sade, stay connected in the description. You'll find the email address and PayPal donation link, and I'm so happy to serve you. Thank you.